Welcome back, y'all, to episode 190-something of the Zachary Wingate Podcast, where we go 365 days bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short-form podcast as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. Just can you give me kind of the rundown of this Murdoch case? Because I don't really understand it in full. Yeah, so it's Murdaw. Uh, it's very easy to hear it and think it's uh, Murdoch or murder. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you mean Mr. Murder? What's, uh, the reason why I say that is um, it's this case out of South Carolina. I believe it's South Carolina. Um, and it is a family. Uh, and a guy is being uh, tried for the murder of his wife and son, uh, adult son. But there is an entire history with this family. And I was watching a documentary or whatever you want, docudrama, I don't know, uh, on, I think it was HBO Max, on this. And it's called The Murdaw, Mur- you know, The Murdaws or something like that. And my wife got confused because... She wasn't watching it. I, I said, oh, I've been watching about that, you know, the Murdoch case. And I had also recently watched the Rupert Murdoch <laughs> documentary, too. And so I was telling her about these murders, and she's like, the guy from Fox News? What are you, like, what are you? I'm like, no, 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 that's Murdoch. Uh-huh. And she's like, well, I thought that's what you just said. I said, no, Murdoch. Uh-huh. And she's like, murder? I'm like, no, Murdoch, D-A-U-H. Anyway, it's a whole thing. But. There's like if you tell me that I won't, I'll probably still call him Murdoch. Like a Murdaw is like such a weird name. It is. It is really weird. Apparently, it is a family that has been around for quite some time practicing law in South Carolina. In South Carolina, and they have deep roots in the community. They have a lot of power. They've represented a lot of different people, and uh, basically, the wheels of their family fell off uh, when. Their son was in a boating accident, and a girl died. Mm-hmm. And there was a cover-up. Older or younger? Is Older. It, is it the one that got shot? Yes. Okay. So. Yeah. And so he has he has he had two sons, um, and so one of the sons, um, you know, and apparently they were, you know, high society, uh, just real arrogant, rude people, Mm -hmm. according to this documentary that I watched. Mm -hmm. And so they kind of did whatever they want. The rules didn't apply to them. Bit of a bully here and there. And then this boating accident happened. They typically would try to cover things up, and they they did actually try to. Um, And they actually, the the son, I believe, was, was, you know, wasn't, convicted of it even though he was he was wasted okay he was drunk and being crazy and crashed this boat uh and there were other kids on there too Mm -hmm. and so that's when the wheels started falling off and this guy Murdaugh you know that was his son his dad eventually got uh like terminally ill and some other things started like it all all this stuff started happening at once and you know, lo and behold, you know, this guy's wife and son end up murdered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at that point too, like, that's where I kind of know about the case is 
there was there was a falling out between the husband and wife. She was living in a different residency. I don't know. I don't know anything about that. Um, they had you know, the weird thing is there's weird things that surround this family. Their housekeeper mysteriously died on their front steps, which is weird. They said that she fell, mm-hmm. and they called nine one one, and she ended up dying. Uh, there is another death um, where a kid died who is associated with one of the other extended family members who uh, ended up, you know, beaten to death, but was found in the middle of the highway, and everyone's and the and the cops tried to say that he was ran over. Mm-hmm. And so there's a bunch of mysterious deaths surrounding this family and the connections to this family. I don't know about her living somewhere else. I know that they have this big hunting land. Yeah, what what kind of what I know about it is more of like they had multiple residencies and she was they were kind of the relationship was on its way out. Yeah. And she was staying in the in the beach house and the night of the murder. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, she was, yep. The night yep. of the murder, he called her to come and she thought it was really strange and she texted her friend saying, "Hey, yeah. I'm going to go see it." And the situation was really weird because she came in town and he was like, you need to come over to see my father because he's about to pass away. And from there, she came to town. And well, it was his mother. His mother's in was, a... Um, was mother. In a, uh, like a nursing home. And so, she's not... She has bad dementia. So come and see the mother. And the way the story plays out is she came in and she saw her son, the one who was a part of the boating accident, mm-hmm. at the dog kennel. They're interacting with the dog, and that's where they get shot. Um, yeah, they were shot there, but with two different guns. And so, and then, uh, the Murdoch guy, he, his alibi is he was at the nursing home visiting his mom. And he was sending messages back to her being like, Hey, what are you doing? Yeah. He was doing all the right things. Um, but very mysterious. And then, you know, and then after that, he ended up being shot He was changing his tire Mm -hmm. out on the side of the road and said someone pulled up and shot him. And it didn't kill him, uh, but it turns out he hired a guy to do that. To make it look like he was being attacked. Yeah, and but, but, you know, uh, from what I remember, he, I think, was actually sort of thinking like, I'm ready to die because his wife and his son had died and he was ready to die. But the other part of that is, Financially, he had been uh, embezzling, taking people's, uh, when he's represented people that had won settlements, he wasn't passing all of it along to them and had been fired, I believe, from the law firm that he worked at. Yeah, so a shady character. And a lot of things, too, is like, so TikTok, this is where TikTok is within this case, is they they release all the (laughs) videos. So if you look at the video on Snapchat, I did another podcast on this, how strange it is that we went from fingerprints to Snapchats. But Oh yeah. The son. The sna- the, the son had uploaded a Snapchat. He, he never uploaded it. It was he was about to upload it and he recorded the dog. Okay. And, and the mom talking and there's a third voice on that that Snapchat and it takes place about ten minutes before they were shot. And they think potentially it could have been the father. Yeah. But I heard something today that said it could have been maybe the brother. Yeah, I don't know where he was, but, uh, you know, on that uh, documentary, you know, the son and the dad still talk, but um, 
you know, you hear recorded phone calls from the jail going out to him. So yeah, and there's like the, there's these videos on on TikTok that are hilarious because it shows him planting a tree, and the tree fell over. Yeah, and the caption is oh. Like an hour before the situation yeah, happened. Yeah, uh, I saw that clip. Yeah. And they're saying that that tree sparked it because it was just like he planted it and it just fell right over. Like it was like a whole thing. You're saying they got murdered because of the, Murdoch'd. the tree. It should be Murdoch. They got Murdod. Murdod. Yeah, just a sad situation, a horrible thing. The people in that town are freaked out. Um, but they, do you think he is guilty? Yes. So you think he did it for money? What was the motive? I think, I think, um, I think, I don't know, I think one theory would be that she did not want to be married to him anymore, and sometimes people do crazy stuff uh, when uh, they're impassioned, uh, you know, angry. I get that, but that's 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 meditated. He's, he's trying to figure out how to get away with it. But why would you kill your son? Well, that is that is the question, is why would you murder your son? And, you know, was he there? Was he trying to prevent it? Um, you know, was it, I, I don't know. I don't know if it was a spur of the, I, here's what I, here's what I am very confident of. And that is someone didn't go on that large hunting, you know, place and, and single those two out, um, just while he happened to be gone. Yeah. I, you know, that there's too many things that are convenient there. And it's like, why would someone, they wouldn't even necessarily know they were there. Well, that 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 place you're talking about is worth 3.5 million, and it's about 1,700 acres. It's yeah, a huge, it's huge piece of land. Yeah, and to go right there, I mean, I guess if you heard the dogs barking, but the motive of him bringing in and then using his mother, I mean, the guy, if that's the case, it's it's insane. And then you see the videos where the police came, and the dad is literally referencing that boat accident. Within within what he's talking to the cops about, yeah, I, I didn't see that part. I do know that he had a severe addiction uh, to opioids, uh, and so he, I think, uh, made a lot of bad decisions and spent a ton of money on drugs. Okay, ton of money on drugs. So clearly not thinking, you know, in his right mind, uh, being motivated you know, by the next high as well. And so, you know, you really can't take, you couldn't look at someone like that and go, well, this doesn't make sense. Why would he do that? Well, you, I mean, he's a drug addict. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If it, drugs are a part of it for sure. I mean, you don't really need a motive, especially for something like opiates, you know, opioids. Yeah. It's, you know, so he, this guy, I think it was just this guy, the situation was getting away from him and he got mad. I don't know. I don't know exactly how it all went down, but I, I think he did it. And I think he's crazy enough to have someone pretend, you know, make it look like he got killed. But you know, this guy's been involved in so much shady stuff. You know, there's not a typical, there's not a situation where, you know, so many people around someone dies mysteriously and not have something to do with it. You know, there's just only so many coincidences in someone's life. Not to say that there aren't people that just fall on bad times and have consistent, uh, you know, things in their life that are tough and tragic. But the fact that there's so and and I'm I'm just scratching the surface. There's so many other things Mm -hmm. um, in the situation that are suspicious. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think that's a good overview of it. I think, you know, for people who haven't been following it, because I haven't been following it closely, 
I, you know, it's like these murder cases are so crazy and they take so much time. There's so much unfolding of it. Because then you think about the, like I was following the Idaho murders and that is just insane in itself. But then with the family and all that, I'm like, I, I can't follow. It's too much. Yeah, I mean, you think about our criminal justice system and you think about, you know, the, you know, detaining someone and then they set a trial date and they have a certain amount of time to come up with their case. And, you know, all these resources are being utilized, whether it is, you know, paid for by the defense or it's a public defender, uh, uh, but also the prosecution, you know, and that's a government, uh, government funded entity as well. So there are, there's just so much time, energy, money, resources that go into so many of these trials and they, they don't happen quickly. They drag out and then you have all the public interest in them. And you, then you wonder why do some cases you see wall to wall on CNN or Fox or whatever. And then other cases that aren't as sexy, you know, that you never even hear about. It is kind of weird how like this Murdoch case, like it's all over the place. And here we are checking in live in the uh, courtroom while it's going on, you know, and I'm sitting there watching it going uh, you know i don't care about this like this isn't as important as you know spy balloons flying over why are you covering it so much or ufos yeah or ufos or toxic train wrecks or toxic train wrecks but yet it sells you know it, it has an entertainment value because it's so crazy about is murder is entertainment or murdoch murder is entertainment murdoch murdoch hot murdoch <laughs> all right Murdoch, Murdoch, well, yeah. Well, thank you for being on the show. I appreciate that analysis and overview of the Murdoch case. Yes, you're welcome. It's probably not as complete as it should be, but uh, off the cuff, hey, there you go. There you go. All right, you guys, thank you for listening, and we'll get back to you tomorrow. Also, if you want to find Isaac, Isaac does have his own podcast, his own show. It's called the Ike Wingate Podcast, where he kind of goes into, uses that radio knowledge and experience to kind of give you the topics of the week. Yeah, the Ike Wingate Show, wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening, and we'll get back to you tomorrow.